Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton along as he always is. And we do have Aaron today. We've got some. Uh, this has been up for a little while earlier today, but uh, let's react to it. Let's go ahead and reach for the breaking news sounder for this news out of Lorena IS. Um, Lorena has a new head football coach and athletic director. It says here to fill the shoes of Ray Biles. That's pretty much impossible. Uh, he uh, retired after 31 seasons. But current high school principal, Kevin Johnson, will lead the Leopards in the 2023 season. He was unanimously uh, approved for hire. Uh, by the Board of Trustees Friday, and then had the uh, quote here, I am thankful to Dr. Casera and the uh, school board for this opportunity, their support of Lorena Athletics. Johnson stated that was in a news release Friday morning. Now, he will be on with Tom and the gang, uh, game time, Ward, Ryan, everybody, on Monday morning, at, I think, 8 a.m. I think straight up 8 a.m., Tom. Tom will text me if I have that wrong. But I think we're we're uh, targeting 8 a.m. Of course, that show is 7 to 9. So smack dab in the middle of it. You'll get to hear from, uh, from Kevin Johnson on Monday morning. And um, he uh, served on, on Biles' coaching staff eight seasons from 2012 to 2019. All right, sometimes coaches decide to get into administration, and then they're like, well, I kind of miss coaching. And um, he went on to say, uh, I have known Ray for over 20 years. I consider him a mentor and friend. I am thankful for his leadership and his friendship. I'm extremely excited about this opportunity. Having worked with Coach Biles for eight years, I understand the culture and expectations and look forward to continuing to build on the leopard tradition of success. So, here we go, man. I like all this culture talk. You know, Aaron, we used to think that was only like college or NFL. Culture, culture. And uh, at the high school level, we're doing a lot of culture talk now. And so that was talked about by uh, really everybody involved. The uh, And so, Johnson's uh, football coaching career, Started at Sam Houston State, where he was a GA in the 90s. And uh, and then he was uh, over at um, uh, Conley for several years. And he was assistant head coach uh, from 96 to 99. And then the uh, 2000 to 2003, the offensive coordinator over there at Conley. Uh, and was the uh, assistant athletic director. So it all started. They kind of started building on that. He got back in administration. But, boy, it's hard for these coaches not to get out there and coach. So 
I think this will be something. I think f- folks will be excited about this hire. The continuity is good. The fil- fil- uh, familiarity is good. And Kevin Johnson becomes the uh, Lorena ISD coach. All right. Now, Aaron, um, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a call here. We've got kind of a special little thing that, uh, and in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you right now. We're gonna we're gonna make a call, and this is an, an announcement, Aaron. It involves uh, my family, and uh, I'm sending you the number to call, Aaron, as we speak. Uh, and this is kind of a surprise type deal, but I'm kind of I'm excited to do this today. All right, Aaron, you have the number, and we'll make that call. And uh, we have kind of a special announcement to make today, and uh, it involves the uh, the Baylor Line Foundation. And so we'll uh, we'll do that. We'll do that in a moment. We also at 4:20 are going to have a uh, the famous high school coach. Tim Buchanan on. Well, turns out Nick Saban was at Alito today, and and Nick wasn't even the biggest story there. Tim Buchanan, who's won eight state titles, stepped down. Uh, he reti- he's retiring as head coach. Eight state titles. I mean, that's right up there with G.A. Moore, Gordon Wood, some of the all-time greats. It's insane. They won 11 state titles over the past 25 years or whatever that they've been there. All right, uh, Alan Holt now joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, Alan, always good to catch up with you. Baylor Line Foundation, of course, the executive vice president, CEO, a man that's spotted on TV sometimes, sitting right behind (laughs) the broadcasters, loves a good front row seat. And, Alan, before we get to the the breaking news, uh, did you you get to go to that – Kansas game the other night was that not uh that was an amazing atmosphere it sure was hey Matt thanks for having me I appreciate yeah. it a lot uh yeah it was it was quite the atmosphere it was a lot of fun it's always fun when uh Boog Shambi and and uh, Jay Billis are in the house yeah I tell you you got right down there and you always get some tv time did you go with the uh did you have some good white uh, is it closed? Did you go? Did you have a good wideout options, or did you have to Absolutely. go buy something? Okay. Absolutely. Oh no, no, no. I, you know, you have to keep. You have to be prepared for these things, Matt. When they shoot, when they present themselves to you. So I have a uh, several whites that I can wear break out. So don't want to get bored. You know, wearing the same old white every time. <laughs> <laughs> that PA announcer. We got us a. We got us a Jim Dandy. Don't the the PA? Oh, you remember? <laughs> this Man, is a far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, even even his cadence on uh, naming one of the opposing players who has an interesting last name. I I didn't. I don't know. I there were some moments, Alan. I worried about our Baptist credentials uh, during that game. Some of the student chants, some of the stuff I heard. But listen, if we're going to err, I'd like to err on the side of it actually being a hostile environment i didn't think it it didn't it may have crossed the line a little bit but i it was i it did have me kind of laughing up there in the media area i was like wait what's going on with our students what yeah it definitely <laughs> did it, it definitely did it was getting kind of a, a little uh testy there at some points but i tell you what i'm with you i think that uh the more hostile we can make it for a visiting team the better and i can 
the feral was uh, rocking, but I can't wait to get to the Foz uh, next year and um, and and be even more intimate and be more on top of the opposing fans and team. Man, are you already giving this thing a nickname? I mean, what, the the Foz. You know, I am. My yeah, I'm. My my I, maybe I've started a small campaign amongst some of my friends, but uh, you know. In at Kansas, they have the fog, which is Fog Allen. So I'm thinking that it's only natural that since it's Foster Pavilion, we now have the fog. <laughs> and I, have, I haven't cleared that with Mr. Foster yet, but uh, I'm hoping he'll go along with it. Oh, man, Alan Holt from the Baylor Line Foundation joining us. All right, Aaron, reach over and let's get some breaking news sounder uh, because this is uh, Alan and I. Need to need to roll out a big announcement. All right, let me step into the newsroom. And, uh, Alan, I'm going to let you do the honors because uh, I'm part of the group <laughs> being honored. And <laughs> I'm not above giving myself my own uh, award. And I'm happy to do that. But, uh, Alan, you uh, surprised me with a call uh, a month or two ago. And uh, it really it made my day. And it was uh, it was an amazing thing to find out. It may have been before the Baylor Bowl game. Um, what award is the uh, is the Mosley family involved with through the uh, via the Baylor Line Foundation? The Mosley family. First of all, I just want to say this is kind of my favorite time of year because not only do we have basketball going and baseball getting started up, but we get to have our annual Hall of Fame awards, which. Um, just it, it's always amazing to see the outstanding Baylor alumni that are out there, and, and it's so much fun to honor them and and give them their due for all their accomplishments. The Mosley family this year was nominated and has been selected as the first family award for Baylor University. So we are ecstatic and excited about that, and it's well deserved. I know that your family's been involved with the university for over a hundred years. And it's had so many uh, connections, graduates and everything. It's a very, very fitting uh, honor. And we're just very grateful and humbled to be able to present it to you guys. Well, we appreciate it. And um, I've been wanting to have you on. And, and it's exciting to, to think about it. And, boy, the whole um, – and I know <laughs> it's always great when you got to get involved with me and I've got to get you information. And, of course, I I was presiding over a bio. I may have gone a few too many words on that. So feel free to trim that thing down if you need to. But it's a, it's a neat thing. And I, I was talking to my mom last night. We actually go all the way back. Somebody was going to – Baylor in 1900 so it even I mean I can't you know again those folks are not with us anymore so I may have to leave a few folks out but man it the it goes way back but uh but it is with that Hendrix group and then the Powell group my great-grandmother had a bunch of first cousins so you got Hendrix Powell's Mosley's you know, I'm, I'm going to worry you now because you're going to wow. think I'm going to add another name to the <laughs> <laughs> to the award. I think we're okay with Hendrix Mosley. We, we could just we could just do it two years in a row, Matt, and uh, make sure we cover everybody. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with that, but uh, but L. Dow Hendrix, my great grandfather, showed up down there in 1914. And then he had to go back and work on his farm because his dad got, um, you know, got sick. And then he went back down there. And the next time he went, he had a young family with him. And he, on a rail car, a box car, he took a cow with him. 
And um, and I think I think you've indicated maybe that helped our cause that aspect of the story. But hurt. he took I'll a put it that way. It didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he took a milk cow, um, and uh, and that that gave the family some sustenance. And I don't know, Alan, if he uh, if they you know slaughtered the cow and eventually had some steak or whatever but uh the cow went to Baylor with him and then uh and then it just kept going and now my nephew John Andrew will be the fifth generation of uh of our Baylor so we have a love affair with the university my dad played football there met my mom there and uh we love it and so this means the the world to us, and um, and I've always, I mean, everything about the Baylor Line Foundation, we've just always enjoyed it so much. I got to go last year, and so what a thrill it is to be honored this year. So anyway, I just just know how much uh, we appreciate it, and I wanted to celebrate this with my radio audience, and I think everybody out there is uh, will be pleased, and uh, hopefully, Alan, they'll buy some tickets. Wouldn't that be nice for? for some of my uh, Baylor brethren to show up and kind of uh, root us on, so to speak. Although I would expect it, Matt. I would expect that you're following, that uh, you'd have a lot of folks that, would, that are friends of yours from school and everything that want to go, and they're certainly welcome to come join us. Yeah. I'm thinking about taping, by the way. Apparently we're given two to three minutes to accept the award. You can tell by just talking to me. That's going to be impossible for me. Um <laughs> You know, you know how people tape things when they're not there. I'm going to tape mine even though I'm there. And I think that'll be kind of cool. I'll, and I'll just kind of stand up and wave at everybody. But, uh, hey, tell people how they can sign up and come to uh, and, and come to the to this really cool event. March 4th, and I believe that's going to be at the – is it the Baylor Club again? That's correct. March 4th okay. at the Baylor Club. Uh, anybody who's interested to buy it, purchasing tickets can go to our website, which is uh, – www.baylorlinefoundation.com and you'll be directed on there uh, to the site to buy tickets and uh, we hope everybody will try and be there. It's going to be a really a fun evening. That's some great honorees this year. So, You know, uh, so obviously, Jane... obviously the movies will be headline, headlining. Yeah, yeah, I did see, by the way, RG3 on there, President Livingstone. I, I mean, this was, uh, this was rarefied air. I mean, there's some really uh cool things that are being mentioned here and i I should give a shout out by the way uh jane wilson who's a great listener supporter involved with baylor uh works over at baylor but uh you know i think she heard me alan's talking so much about my family and our history and our love of baylor that at some point she is the one who recommended to me hey why don't you you know, can we send in something? Y'all should apply for this. I didn't even know, you know, I could do something like that. So <laughs> shout out to uh, Jane, who has ties all over the state, but I think used to be in Corsicana years ago and is now in Waco. And, and uh, her, without her support, I don't think this would have happened. And, of course, Alan, you, your support, uh, you're a great friend, and I, I appreciate everything. Well, we're we're happy to do it, and uh, a lot of people supported your family and uh, you receiving this award. And uh, it's uh, it's always a hard choice every year, but I tell you what, it's well deserved, and we're just really grateful to be able to present it to you guys this year. Well, means a lot, and I'm just glad John McClain wasn't on the board. I don't think I would have. <laughs> I think I would have been in trouble. Uh, but um, you know, t- <laughs> I had to clear it with him. I had to, I had to call him and make sure it was okay with him. The general, the general, the general we, signed off. 
We'll, uh, yeah, we'll need to recognize him in some way. Maybe I'll work him into the speech or something. But, uh, Alan, uh, I appreciate it, and hopefully uh, we'll see you soon at one of these games. Now, what about this Arkansas game? Do you uh, are you going to make it uh, to that game? And do you do, are, have you, do you embrace this SEC Big Twelve challenge? Have you started to kind of enjoy that over the years? I absolutely have. I absolutely do. I love it. I will be there tomorrow. Um, I think uh, it's really fun because Coach Drew, as you know, takes it very seriously, and so you can always tell a great effort from our team. We've had, we you know, we've beaten Kentucky a couple of times. We've had some really great uh, outings against SEC, and I think it'll continue tomorrow. And um, I'm really kind of have a little personal. One of my sons is coming in who went to Arkansas, and Ooh. so um, I'm, I'm letting him go. I'm letting him go to the game, but I'm, he cannot wear. Hog gear. He has to wear Baylor gear uh, Ooh, to the game. Very. I think and it's a good I, rule. If I let him stand up, yeah. If I let him stand up and say something, then he can do it. But otherwise, he has to just sit there <laughs> or cheer for the Bears. I like he grew it. up a Bear, Co- so you know your your college graduate <laughs> son still has to mind his dad. I, I do like that. I think that's very appropriate. All right. Well, y'all have a fun day tomorrow. And, Alan, great to have you on. And, and uh, cannot wait to see you March 4th. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks for having me. Take care. You bet. You bet. One of our great um, sponsors and a great friend, Alan Holt from uh, Baylor Line Foundation, joining us next. We go to a true legend in high school football. Tim Buchanan is stepping down after winning eight state championships he joins us next espn central texas is your flagship station for baylor athletics i'm kyle tomlinson general manager of jeff hunter toyota we offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price jeff hunter toyota toyota quality waco values you wouldn't call your doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. 
We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. After going on the head coaching tour, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas, saying he has unfinished business in Dallas. Four more Cowboy coaches have been dismissed, including longtime Cowboy Leon Lett. Dallas Mavericks topped the Phoenix Suns 99-95 last night. UMHB basketball gets the win over East Texas Baptist 89-78. UMHB women fall to ETBU 67-61. SEC challenge the Bears host Arkansas in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women in action tomorrow as well, traveling to Lubbock to face Texas Tech. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Aaron, no, I gave you the right one, so we're we're all good there. We'll be checking in with Coach Buchanan. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be doing that. He's got a lot going on today. He showed up. He announced his retirement. Nick Saban was at the school. Uh, I mean, it is it, it it this is a an incredible career that Coach Buchanan has had, and uh, eight state titles. He stepped aside at one point and took over as AD. And the the man that uh, replaced him, who he's good friends with. Um, who's also retiring today, won three more. So that's 11 state titles during his time there. And he was on an assistant on a, a team that won a state title back in the day at A&M Consolidated. And I was looking at his bio, talking about Tim Buchanan retiring today at Alito, and once upon a time was at Colleen Ellison back in the day. So um, pretty uh, – remarkable career and to go out on top who who really gets to do that well uh coach buchanan did they won they just won a uh another state title and uh so pretty exciting uh pretty exciting news there and then uh we had the the news earlier in the program kevin johnson the um the well they unanimously uh selected Kevin Johnson at Lorena to be the new athletic director and head football coach. Coach Biles hung it up after so many years, 31 years, an amazing run there. And uh, and now Kevin Johnson takes over. And, uh, and I, I should tell everybody that apparently Nick Saban was in the, the uh, Temple Belton 
area today. All right. He's just kind of out there moving around Bell County. I think I tweeted this uh, out there. Aaron, who do you think Nick may have come to see in our fair burg, our fair part of the country? Could it be a wide receiver from Lake Belton? Well, possibly could. Obviously, Temple has great talent. Lake Belton has great talent. A lot of places. Boy, university. I mean, there's talent all around Central Texas. But to see, I I just happened to to hear from somebody that was connected to one of the coaches, and the coaches were sitting there, some of these young coaches just saying, oh, my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Nick Saban is on our campus. Now, I think the one I heard from was connected to Temple. Aaron, we'll have to check and see if, like, Coach Stewart or anybody put out any pictures of Coach Saban. Coach Saban may be like, hey, guys, no pictures. Aaron, can you imagine how he'd sound? He, he has that kind of, hey, hey, guys, hey, hey, no, no pictures, no pictures. All these, you know, we were talking about Tim Buchanan retiring from Alito. Will Saban ever retire? Will he coach into, I mean, it's really amazing because, you know, Bear Bryant uh, did the same thing, coached and coached and coached, and quite honestly, when he finally retired, it was not long after that that we lost him. Now, he coached. Guys are taking a little bit better care of themselves. Some of the things, some of the vices that were going on back then, maybe guys aren't uh, hitting that quite as hard. But how cool is it to have Nick Saban in our midst, walking around Central Texas, saying hello to everybody, and uh, we'll we'll catch up with them. I'm going to see if he's texted me. We'll catch up with Tim Buchanan at some point. I mean, how, how dare he, Aaron? Stand up the mostly show on the day of his retirement. He's got a lot going on. He's meeting with a lot of people. Um, but uh, they, uh, man, huge uh, state title. Aaron, you remember who Alito took down the state title? I believe it was College Station. Uh, and um, that was uh, that, that was not much of a game. They took him out and they beat him pretty badly. Uh, but, boy, Buchanan had an incredible career. Uh, Aaron, the uh, Lake Belton wide receiver I was talking about, Micah Hudson, 2024. I've been kind of monitoring. You know, I, I try not to. We, we certainly talk about recruiting someone here because we know that a lot of you are interested and want to hear about the latest on all of that. Now, I'm not going to ever pretend that I'm calling these high school kids at home trying to figure out which way they're leaning. There are people that do that, and that's fine. I mean, I, I guess in some respect, that's the Lord's work, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Uh, but to have Saban stop by, I mean, we're talking about a five-star wide receiver and this guy from this this young man from Lake Belton, Micah Hudson, unbelievable. Now, who else is involved in this recruitment of the 2024 player? There are some schools that get there early to these uh, parties. Uh, University of Texas is after him in a big way. Joey McGuire at Texas Tech wants him. Uh, Matt Rule was through town recently, and he certainly uh, has made an offer. And so. Uh, this is an unbelievable uh, talent playing right down the road from us at uh, Lake Belton. Aaron, you like doing that midnight show or the 1030 uh, scoreboard show, but is it, are you ever bummed a little bit that you just can't kind of sneak out and go see some of these people? You know what I'd like you to do, Aaron, next year? At least go maybe catch 
the first half of some of these games and then kind of race back and get all your scores together. I mean, what does Lark do? How does Lark handle that? Doesn't Lark go to go uh, go to one of the games and then he races back to the uh, – or does Lark do it remotely sometimes? He's been known to do the, uh, the, the scoreboard show remotely, hasn't he, Aaron? Only after his surgery. He does the games okay. at WISD. That makes it kind of easy because it's only yeah. two blocks away from here. <laughs> Aaron, I wish you could have seen Lark the other day. I mean, he just he's had the uh, the the two hip replacements. Um, is it hip? That's right, isn't it? Uh, and he just was so spry, just moving around, no pain. Did not appear to be any kind of pain. I think the surgery went really well. I hope he's following all the doctor's orders. And Aaron, he had a nice haircut. You know, I'm so used to seeing Lark. In a baseball cap, it's weird to see somebody that's always in a ball cap and you actually see their hair. And it, it, there he was. There was Lark in the flesh. What a great event that was the other day, the uh, first pitch luncheon. And, uh, and that was kind of neat. I'm looking here to see if uh, Tim Buchanan, people are texting me left and right during the program, which I'm fine with, Aaron, but it's not the one I need. It's, my, it's some of my other buddies. Aaron, one of them happens to be a great... A great uh, women's basketball coach checking in with us to see what we're up to today. Aaron, do you like that, that people that leave us, leave Baylor and leave Central Texas, still stream us on a daily basis? Doesn't that make you feel good? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Unless yeah. I say something, you know. <laughs> no, I watch, Yeah. Watch yourself. Don't be saying anything. Don't be saying anything negative about. But uh, this is really, this is uh this is an interesting time. Now, the Baylor coaches have been out on the road recruiting and everything. I want to remind you, Christian Robinson. Aaron, does that name ring a bell? Do you remember us doing this announcement? I feel like that hire was made right after Christmas, right around the time, a little after the bowl game. Baylor's new inside linebackers coach. Aaron Christian Robinson, and he's a young guy. He's a little bit younger than us, uh, Aaron, but he he was named to America's, like, top 35 under 35. <clears throat> Aaron, I can still, at least I can still claim the under 50, the top 50. Is there a top 50 under 50 list? Um, I'm barely, though, not not kind of clinging to that one. But this guy, Aaron Top 35, under 35 list of coaches all across the country. So he's a big time up and coming. Did you kind of notice that, Aaron? It was interesting to me, and I think they went a different direction with some of their staff. You know, they've got now a defensive coordinator who's a young guy in his 30s still. Um, I think he, I think he's in his 30s, and then now Christian Robinson. Now I don't know about the uh, running backs coach. Uh, exact his exact age, I believe his name is A.J. Stewart, has joined the uh, the Baylor coaching staff. But, Aaron, it took on a little bit. Already these guys are pretty young. But, um, you know, Jeff Grimes, offense coordinator, is our age, Aaron. I mean, he's kind of around our age. And now he's become the dean of the coaching staff with Ron Roberts uh, leaving and, and everything. Aaron, one of the things that we need to dig in, maybe in Campus Confidential, and mention is Baylor recruiting lately because did you notice, 
and I don't know if we even got into it the other day or had time, a 2023 quarterback. Um, and, and, and so we, we know we've all pulled our hair out and reacted to what the Novosad family decided to do, whatever. You know, at this point, I'm just like, go have a good life. I don't wish anybody harm. We don't really want to talk about it anymore. But Baylor does have a 2023 quarterback. And then, Aaron, they had a transfer we talked about that came from northern Arizona. I believe his name was R.J. Ramirez. And he joined Sawyer Robertson and, and Blake Shapin as uh, – as the uh, uh, as the in the quarterback room, so Aaron, the good news is, the quarterback room is not quite as lonely. Like Sean Bell and Blake aren't in there, kind of looking around. Like, is there anybody else to hang out with us? Quarterback room is starting to grow a little bit, and I'm kind of interested to find out more. And of course, they're looking at who they want to go after in 2024. Um, and as we said, Nick Saban was in town. Aaron, do you feel like college coaches in the area down in Austin, Waco, everywhere, when Saban when Saban descends upon Texas and starts kind of making his way around the state, isn't that don't you I mean do you kind of think they're kinda like, oh geez, this is not great. Saban's Saban's arrived. I promise you now of course he's friends with Sark, but Sark wants Micah Hudson bad this wide receiver at texas they had their junior day the other day he went down there apparently had a great experience he hung out with none other than arch manning quinn ewers xavier worthy uh and and apparently had a really good time said he likes them but there's also some other schools in the mix the one i didn't mention aaron ohio state and you know what they do at wide receiver aaron who is who in this country is wide receiver you at this point? Has it kind of become Ohio State? I, uh, I, I got to say, Alabama's pretty awesome, and they've had a lot of first-rounders, and, and uh, Jalen in the past, Devontae Smith. So, you know, they're up there, but, man, what Ohio State has put together over the past three or four seasons is pretty unreal. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be one of those two. Um, right now, I think you're right. I think it'd be Ohio State with Njigba, who's going to be a first-round pick. And uh, then also um, Chris Olave with the Saints. And oh, who was that before that? Well, Marvin Harrison Jr., who is going to be a top pick when he comes out. It's a, yeah, every year they've got first-round draft pick wide receivers. So does Alabama. Mm. You don't think, Aaron, somebody found out we were having Coach Buchanan on, do you, and, and gave him a call? <laughs> Always interesting. But, uh, yeah, it is uh, time for Campus Confidential. And uh, let's, uh, let's look into some of what we were just talking about, some of the recruiting that's taking place and the fact that uh, – the very famous coach Nick Saban is making his way across Texas right now. All of that is next. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. 
Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. After going on the head coaching tour, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas, saying he has unfinished business in Dallas. Four more Cowboy coaches have been dismissed, including longtime Cowboy Leon Lett. Dallas Mavericks topped the Phoenix Suns 99-95 last night. UMHB basketball gets the win over East Texas Baptist 89-78. UMHB women fall to ETBU 67-61. SEC challenge the Bears host Arkansas in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women in action tomorrow as well, traveling to Lubbock to face Texas Tech. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. 
working through this Friday. And the jolting news this morning that Tim Buchanan has uh, announced his retirement at Alito. Coach Buchanan, uh, I mean, say it ain't so. Is it uh, – <laughs> I mean, and, and you seem happy. I mean, I saw some of the videos and everything, and you, you seem pretty jovial. So uh, I guess, hey, if you're going to retire, might as well go out on top, huh? Exactly. I mean, it, 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 was, a, it was a perfect timing. <laughs> and then to have Nick Saban stop by Alito today, uh, and I would, I would say just to honor you, right, on, on, the, uh, on the day of your retirement, I, I love seeing that video with, uh, with Coach Saban uh, showing up. That's, that had to be uh, a pretty cool experience. It was, and actually he kind of looked at me like, what in the hell are all those cameras doing here? You know, did you tell the media <laughs> I was coming? <laughs> I said, no, Coach, I retired this morning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's coming in to recruit some of your kids, and he finds that out. And what did he say to you? Something like, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> I'm sure he thinks, wait, how could this guy retire? He's what, he's 8-0. He's won all these state titles. I mean, doesn't he still want to still keep going? But uh, this is uh, it's a huge day, and, boy, you're being celebrated, by the way, all over the place. I understand Sonny, Di- Sonny Dykes. Bob Ledbetter, I mean, all sorts of luminaries uh, keep showing up or you're either on the phone with them or showing up at your office to, to say Johnny Ringo is a, certainly a name we know very well over the years. I mean, it's, I bet you've heard from just about everybody today. Oh, it's, it's really been neat, uh, all the phone calls and, and text messages and, you know, from guys that, that, you know, a lot of guys I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, all, the one of the neatest thing is all the coaches who were here when we started this, this program in Alito back in the early 90s. Uh, you know, Jim Yankee and Greg Ennis, who have gone on and retired years ago, that, that helped build the foundation of the program, Getting talking to those guys. Uh, and then, of course, seeing guys like Coach Dykes and Coach Ledbetter, uh, that, that's really, really, really special. Now you re- you tried to retire a few years ago. Randy Allen tried to retire at Highland Park. He he had to come back. Do you does this feel final to you? Are you? Uh, I heard you mention you may jump into sales. It certainly doesn't seem like you're gonna just hang out on the golf course with Galloway or something. Are you? It seems like to me you have to be competing at something. Where where are you kind of in your uh, in your mind with? Does this truly feel the finality of it? Okay, I'm not going to be on the sideline again. I I I think I'm I'm done with coaching uh, for high school at the high school level for for sure. Uh, but my wife spends way too much money. She'd, she'd spend my, the retirement check money in one month. Uh, so I've got to find something else to do. And, uh, you know, I've talked to uh, a, a sports turf company, and uh, they'd like for me to come you know, work with them. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's work, but it, it's not like coaching. I mean, uh, I'll still get to go play golf with Randy anytime he wants to. Has he shown up out there? I, you know, we've been celebrating him so much over the past year in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Other night, it was his 80th birthday, a surprise party. Uh, it's kind of nice. I, I hope he'll let you be celebrated today. Is he? You don't think he'll get jealous about this, do you? Oh, he's mad at me. 
<laughs> he, he, he tried to talk. He called me last night. Tried to talk me out of it. He's trying to call me this morning. He does not want me to retire because you know he's got a permanent sideline pass as long as I'm the head coach. He stands mm. in the end zone and, and uh, you know he 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 tries to call plays every once in a while. Yeah, and I don't know if this new coach is going to grandfather him in. Uh, Robbie's going to take over, and boy, y'all been grooming him for a while. Uh, we'll see. I does Galloway have any relationship with Robbie? Uh, Robbie Jones, who will be promoted to head coach. Well, you know Galloway. You know, in the second half of some games when we were up by a few points, and Robbie would throw the ball every once in a while. Galloway would yell at him. Run the damn ball, Robbie. Get this game over with. You know, pretty sure Galloway had a Tito's in his truck and was ready to get off the sideline to get, get that Tito's. So, he, uh, Robbie, I'm not sure Robbie's going to have that end zone pass for him or not, but uh, I'll work on Robbie, make sure. And now, now I'll be able to go down there and stand in the end zone with him and monitor Randy. Oh, man, you do. That'll be fun. And maybe you can join him for some pregame activities, too. Tim Buchanan joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What made you, um, you know, with Robbie, was that just a very natural thing uh, in the process? And and what made you kind of think, okay, this guy's totally ready? I mean, you probably thought he was ready three or four years ago, perhaps. But what what is it about him that you think he's the right choice at this time? Well, you know, Robbie's been here. Robbie, Robbie's been here longer than any other coach we have on staff. I, we hired Robbie in 2000, so he's been here 20, almost 23 years. Uh, and he started out working at the, as a freshman coach, and he's worked his way up. So he understands. He understands our kids. He understands the community. Uh, Robbie's dad, Jerry Jones, was a head coach at Salina and Pilot Point, May Pearl. So he's got he's got coaching in his blood. His, his brother Rocky. Was our was our old line coach and then receivers coach. So, uh, Robbie Robbie understands really understands and is a good good football coach and he will be able to step in and you know things 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 will change a little bit with Robbie when he puts his his personality and as a head coach into it. But you know the Bearcats are still going to be the, the the same kids in the same community and it won't change that much. How did the uh, how the players take it? Because even though you know maybe they knew it was going to come happen, none of them want it to happen while they're in school. It's never it's never the perfect time. Uh, but it seems like it's perfect time for you. But what was the what what have those conversations been like? All the kids were you know they 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 are upset that I that I'm leaving, but they you know the fact that that. There's going to be no change. They, they're they're excited that, that Coach Jones is taking over, and we're not losing any coaches. None of the coaches are leaving. Uh, Coach McCone's still going to be there running the defense, and Coach Lloyd's still going to be there running the special teams. So nothing nothing is really going to change uh, as far as uh, our personnel, and the, so the kids the kids are happy about that, and they were really happy when I told them that coach Jones would be taking over as the head coach. So that made them that that calmed the ones down who might have been a little bit upset. Tim Buchanan joining uh, the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas stepping down as a Lido coach uh, after all these years. I remember when Alito and you remember it too when it was a small little place 
And I think first time I ever interviewed you was probably like 1998 or 99. And it's just amazing, you know, the growth. And all y'all did, though, is just kept winning over the years. What was, what do you, what was the, the secret, if there was a secret, when you look back at all that winning that you did? And even going back to the start, what was the most important thing that you kind of put in place to, to kind of to build well, this thing on? You know, when I when I when I got here there were seventeen kids playing football in high school. They I was the fifth <laughs> head coach in four years. I mean and it wasn't and honestly it wasn't that they had fired them. One guy stayed two days. And so when I got here, none of the kids trusted me. They didn't they didn't think I was gonna stay. So I had to first of all make sure the kids understood that I was here, that that I was gonna be here. And that they could trust me, and they could that I was accountable to them. And then they were always good kids. Uh, there, are, there's always been good kids in Alito. And then they, they have a work ethic like no place I've ever coached. I mean, these kids and the parents, they're all overachievers. And you know, when you think about overachiever, you normally think about an average kid wanting to be good, which we have a lot of those. But even our good kids want to be great. And our great kids, like Jonathan Gray, for example, nobody yeah. outworked Jonathan Gray. Nobody did. And when you got kids like Jonathan Gray, probably one of the best running backs ever to play the game in high school football, when you got a kid like Jonathan who's an overachiever, if you don't win championships, you might ought to fire the damn coach. <laughs> That never happened. You did step away a couple of times, and boy, I tell you, to see y'all go out together, I mean, a combined 11 state uh, championships, is that something y'all, how long had y'all been kind of uh, talking about this? I mean, it just, it's well, a, you and Steve, it's a, it's such a neat uh, uh, relationship over the years. Of course, Steve Wood, the Alito uh, ISD athletic director, who is retiring along with you. Yeah, Steve and I, yeah, we we're on a deer lease together out in Colorado City, and we started talking about it last summer. Uh, whenever I started talking to him about it, whenever he was leaving every weekend to go deer hunting, and I was staying there having to work on Saturday and Sundays uh, during the <laughs> season, putting together game plan. And I told him, I said, "Oh, Steve, I think this is it. Next year, I'm going to be going deer hunting with you." And he said, "He said next year." I'm going to be going there, honey. You may stay out here for two or three weeks at a time because I'm retiring too. And we, uh, we, we started talking about it, uh, you know, sometime back there in the fall. And, and, you know, then the superintendent thought it was best if we both announced it at the same time. And we're going to work through the remainder of the year, but both of us, uh, will be, will be finished up in June. And leave Robbie with how many straight district wins? Is it 111 right now? I mean, that's that's really nice. Hey, good luck with that. By the way, you're not yeah. allowed to ever lose a district game. That's kind of a, an interesting thing. Oh, and, and that is crazy. I mean, it goes back to 2007. I mean, uh, a lot of our kids were one, two years old the last time we lost a district game, and that's a that's an unbelievable record, and you know, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to fall at one time. I just didn't hope it doesn't fall while Robbie's the head coach. Yeah, yeah. What did you think the first of this year when you when things were a little wobbly and uncharacteristic start for you guys? Oh, and two, I get some really good programs, but 
were, were there any were you thinking uh-oh could this be the year or what, what what would or did you just feel like oh we'll we'll be fine what was uh what was that like because that's a little bit unusual for you guys well you know when you when you well, back there in the spring and we knew we were we're starting a, a new quarterback who'd never played quarterback at the varsity level he's a slot receiver as a sophomore we're starting eight underclassmen on offense and six underclassmen on defense and you know two of the underclassmen are freshmen you know we were picked second by some polls and third by others in our district i ain't talking about in the state i'm talking about in district no one had us getting past you know going far in the playoffs so uh, we were we were honestly thinking you know we're not we could lose a district game this year and then we start out 0-2, and, and I thought, a district game? Well, heck, we might lose three or four district games if we don't we don't get it in gear. But our kids really, um, uh, the, the senior class, even though we had 45 seniors, only eight of them really got to play much. But they were a great senior class. And even the ones that were not starters, they found a role in the on the team, whether if it was a scout team player or a special teams player and started making our team better and started teaching the underclassmen how to be football players. And it was a really neat thing to see and watch how our kids got better and better as the season went on. Well, Tim Buchanan, it's awesome, and I'm excited for you. And I, I, I'm glad you left the door open. I'm going to talk to some of my uh, – I, you know, I'm a Baylor guy. I've never hidden that. Uh, we could certainly use you <laughs> – I don't want, I don't know if I get to speak for Coach Aranda, but boy, I'd love to. I would love to get you involved somehow. But uh, but take a deep breath and enjoy it before you start jumping into the next thing. And uh, it's just unbelievable. I, I saw you mention today G. A. Moore, Gordon Wood, and you're a humble guy. But that's got to be that's got to be pretty neat to uh, to to see all the stories that are written and to know that you're going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty unbelievable deal. Well, and yeah, and I'm sure GA and, and Gordon will both tell you that, you know, they had really good assistant coaches and really good football players that, that, that helped them make, get those records. And uh, I, I know I did. And it's, it, it's neat to have it, but you know, you better remember how you got it. That's all I know. Well, Coach Buck, uh, congratulations. Very excited, and uh, I, I, I love the Saban. I love that video and everything, and, uh, and <laughs> I liked his – he was kind of like, wait. You said, I retired this morning, Coach, and he kind of he kind of had that look on his face like, what? <laughs> but I bet that was funny to see Arnold Payne and all those cameras out there. I bet that was hilarious. I bet he did kind of oh, think, was, what have y'all got me he into was- here? He was giving me kind of evil eye, like, "What are you, what are you doing to me?" And uh, then when I told him, I said, "Coach, I'm sorry. I, I announced my retirement this morning." He got a smile on his face, and yeah, I thought he was going to tell me something. Now, well, I ain't far behind you, but when we got in the office, he goes, "Well, what made you retire?" So we had a discussion, and he goes, "Well, you're younger than me." And I said, "Yeah, Coach, I can't." I said, "I said, but I ain't making eleven million dollars a year coaching." <laughs> I bet he just kind of smiled, didn't he? he just kind yeah. of, golly. Do, do the kids, do they find out he's on campus and start trying to, to show up down at the field house or, or uh, the you know, your indoor facility? What are they, what, did, I bet yeah, word spread were, like wildfire. 
they were they were coming out of the uh, falling out of the rafters everywhere. They were peeking in the door at him, and uh, I mean, and, and he's good. But you know, that gun college rules don't doesn't allow don't allow coaches to talk to him really right now. So he had to, you know, we had to explain to him, look, he cannot talk to you. He can't shake your hand and stuff like that. But and of course, it, being at Alabama is kind of like being a Alito. You better cross every T and dot every I, or you're going to be in trouble. And he he he's he's really good at stuff like that to make sure nobody gets in trouble. Yeah. Well, I was out there today to see, or the other day, at state championship to see Hoss and Jalen and boy Olin Jack. I mean, his dad. I used to go to his restaurant all the time. So, what a neat group that you've had. And uh, thanks for taking the time today. It's been a crazy day, but also a lot of celebrating today. And uh, really appreciate it, Coach Buck. You bet, Matt. All right, there he goes, Tim Buchanan, the uh, longtime Alito football coach, stepping down and one of the greatest uh, to ever do it, eight state titles. And, in fact, he was there on staff uh, for 11 of them because he stepped aside at one point and was just the athletic director, came back, won some more. I'm not convinced he's done coaching. Aaron, it just didn't seem like, felt like the door was still open if the right thing came along, and uh, who knows, maybe maybe some uh, college staff will come after him, but uh, really a uh, good guy and has had an amazing career. All right, uh, we'll go to a guy who's kind of still early in his career, new Baylor inside linebackers coach Christian Robinson joins us next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-7. 709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
the story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, joined right now by Christian Robinson, Baylor's new inside linebackers coach. And Christian, it is uh, exciting to have you in town. And uh, congratulations. Came on in late December. I'm sure you hit the ground running. I mean, that was an interesting time. Everything that was happening, the bowl game had already happened. Uh, signing day had already happened. Was it, uh, has it been pretty chaotic? Have you, have you gotten things settled down? Well, uh, I appreciate you having me, man. And, uh, it's, it's been a whirlwind, but an exciting one. Um, me and my wife, Kaylee, uh, we've been, been trying to get everything moved to Waco. We're excited to be a part of the community and, uh, coach Aranda from, from day one, when I got the call has, uh, just helped me and guided me, uh, to, to start this process here with, Coach Pallage and the staff, and uh, recruiting. Recruiting's been full swing. We just got off the road uh, with January recruiting, and uh, we're excited to have a, a big weekend here uh, with with some people in town. What did you know about uh, Coach Aranda, and and what was attractive about coming to the staff? You've been on some great staffs, and you've been in the SEC. Uh, what was it about uh, Dave and kind of uh, what had you kind of known from afar and, and heard? Like, what was the first time you all were able to cross each other's paths? Well, it really goes back to 2019. I was at the University of Florida, and uh, I was in my second year there, and I was on the road uh, doing some national recruiting. And uh, somehow, some way, me and Coach Aranda were on the exact same trail across the country. We were out in Los Angeles went to Utah and we're making our way across back East. And, uh, we, we had, we're on planes together, uh, and we're talking (laughs) at practices. And so, uh, you know, and for me being a a young coach, uh, having the opportunity to just sit there and talk to him, knowing who, who he is, his background, all the steps that he had taken. I just remember, uh, back then saying, if I ever got an opportunity, to, to work for him, uh, I would jump at it. And uh, I remember just thinking, I didn't know how it would be possible. And then they go on to win the national championship that year. And, uh, and then when he called me, uh, like I was talking about, it was, it was, I was so excited just because you talk about the linebacker position, you talk about being a defensive coordinator and, and now being him being a head coach, uh, all of those steps, that I hope to be able to take, uh, I got somebody to look at every day. And I think when it came to choosing a job, I said, where's some place that I can go 
where there's somebody I want to be like, and uh, he fits that in every way. Do you, does he? Can you just talk about normal things, or does it immediately get into creepers and <laughs> and different? He's a fascinating guy, as you found out, and uh, he's into a lot of different things and reads everything. Um, did it quickly in those those conversations? Is it just almost always just go right back to comparing notes and talking football? <laughs> Well, I, I, when when you talk about detail, uh, the first time uh, I, I started my job here, I sit down and I just look across the table and I see just the the, the type of notes that he takes, and and I just I realize I got to start writing a lot faster and, and trying to learn the, his ways. But you know, he he's he's in, if I could sum him up in one word, it would be intentional. And I think in everything that he does, there's a meaning behind it, and it's genuine. And uh, for our players, for the staff. Um, I think all of those those pieces about him uh, are why he has been successful and, and why this staff is together. It's because uh, he's brought a bunch of like-minded people that that want to uh, be genuine and uh, that also love football. So when we when we get to sit down and talk a little bit of football, uh, I've, I've got a lot of notes to take and and I'm I'm excited about it every day. Now, what will be the biggest adjustment? From a from a scheme standpoint, for you, obviously, like you're saying, you're taking a ton of notes. How much did you already kind of have some really good alignment for what Baylor likes to do and what Coach Aranda does, and and how much of an adjustment? What'll be the biggest adjustment you have to make in terms of your philosophy and and some of the programs you've been involved in? I think a lot of it goes to personnel, and, and as every every team I've ever been a part of, day one, you start with the people that you have and what you want to be. And uh, just a lot of the things that he's talking about so far and Coach Pallage and putting together the vision of that side of the ball is, is really just merging a lot of worlds and uh, coming up with how we want to start this spring. And uh, it's been exciting because, you know, you learn terminology and really a lot of the terminology is what you had to do to put together for your, your players at that moment to be successful. And uh, we're doing that right now in, in those beginning stages. But um, along the way, just really talking about who we want to be. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited about it just because of the backgrounds that everybody on this staff has and, uh, and what we plan to be. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time. What do you think so far of the personnel uh, from just the short time you've gotten to be around some guys? And then the portal. Baylor's done more in the portal than they have in the past. And I've seen players what from Liberty, uh, there's some, certainly some linebackers that are coming in. Uh, that, that, you know, has changed the, the college game in such a huge way. What do you have? Because Baylor's obviously had some incredible linebackers. Several of them are in the NFL now. What do you? What have you kind of encountered since you've been on the ground in Waco in terms of personnel-wise? I know we've got a lot of guys that have different body types. I, I know that's one thing that, as a recruiter, um, I want to get guys of different types because we want guys that can do different things uh, in different situations. And when I walked in the room, I, I see that. Uh, I've got some older guys in there and we got a lot of young guys that I'm excited to, to see them uh, take the, the training wheels off. They, they won't be red shirted anymore. And so I'm excited to see uh, some young guys get their opportunity. But when you talk about the, the skill level and the talent, I see guys very similar to, to what I've been dealing with uh, in, in the SEC, which is exciting. And that just shows you uh, the profile that, that coach Aranda and, uh, his recruiting staff has, has put together is looking for those guys that can develop 
and can uh, have range uh, at that position. And um, I, I really believe we're going to have a lot of work to do just to um, get get going with the things that we're going to be implementing. But it's it's not because of the talent. It's going to be because of just merging those worlds. And I'm excited because uh, we got some really good minds, but the players that we have are, are really intriguing. And uh, they've done a great job so far of, of doing what we ask them to do and um, a lot of a lot of work in that weight room to do this off season and I'm excited about it. Now you're young enough to will you get in the weight room? We've had coaches <laughs> in the past that like to throw around some weights with the players. Do you still will you kind of do that at a different time of the day or do you kind of like to jump right in there with them? Well, I got on the treadmill this morning uh for my first day back off the road and some guys got in there early and they saw me in there i gotta work my way back to being ready for spring ball but i gotta get on the weights and um i'm, I'm gonna be moving a lot of boxes here in about two weeks into waco and my my wife uh she's gonna put me to work so i'll probably be in shape when it's time to get on the field i like it christian robinson joining the matt mosley show espn central texas new inside linebackers coach for baylor you being a georgia alum and having played there uh, I guess you took some special pride, didn't you? In the um, and of course you're trying to beat them in the past several years. But still, when your alma mater beats up on a team 65 to seven, uh, there has to be a little pride. Where you and your uh, where you and your old teammates uh, spent a lot of time via text during that game. Yeah, I definitely uh, to see uh, Georgia uh, go uh, go com- compete and win a back to back national championship as a alumni is exciting to see uh the consistency that they've uh, been able to uh achieve and um definitely uh excited about um trying to find ways to do that uh where we're at here and uh and and building uh that that year in and year out being able to compete for uh championships here and so um that that's something as an alum I was excited about and and taking a lot of notes um watching just the things as a team that we can do um, before before I got uh, to Waco full time, and and I'm, I'm I'm obviously proud as an alum to see that they were be able to be that consistent uh, on such a, a big stage. What were, what were your impressions of the Big Twelve from afar? Uh, you've been mm-hmm. on several staffs of the SEC. Uh, what were, when you thought it used to be it was high flying offense? It's kind of what everybody mm-hmm. thought. But what do you what jumps off the page at you as you've kind of started to get a little more familiar with your personnel and maybe some other personnel uh, across the conference? I've had an opportunity to, to face a couple of the, the Big 12 teams over over my playing career and, and, and obviously working in the, my coaching career. And, you know, what I see is is just a lot of groundbreaking on both sides of the ball, uh, things that are implemented to the game. Um, offensively, defensively, that are becoming staples and 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 trees of people, and obviously with Coach Aranda, that is uh, evident here. And uh, and I'm excited to see uh, see it live and to go compete against it. And um, I think I think of speed, I think of space being created on offense and and defense defensively being multiple. I think that is what you have to do in this league. And um, like I said, I'm 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 working to bring. You know my background, along with what we're going to be faced with when we look at our opponents on uh, on Sunday mornings uh, to get ready for this fall. What about what about your uh, mentors over the years? Who who really you've you've had some really good head coaches. You've been on some very good staffs, 
but who when when who's really helped shape you as a coach and and was there even somebody maybe back when you were at Georgia you said I want to be like this person um and when you were making the decision to get into this profession well the f- the first person I'd have to start with is my father uh, my dad uh, Ken Robinson he he played at the University of South Carolina played for the Washington Redskins at the time uh, on the Super Bowl team with Doug Williams and uh and he he was my coach growing up all but one year so I w- I was spoiled uh, and with having a, a father that that poured into me every day, and I never I, I never questioned that he, he cared for me or anything like that. I knew he loved me and uh, wanted to see me succeed. And so, bringing that to my room uh, has been something from day one as a coach, as a grad assistant. Long ago, uh, that's something I've tried to implement and, and foster those relationships with my players. But secondly, would would, would probably be uh, Kirk Alvadotti. Uh, he linebacker coach for the Green Bay Packers. He was somebody that uh, when I was at Georgia, uh, coached me my, my final two years there, and I GA'd him for my first year uh, out. And he, he was a pro. He had been in NFL football for a long time, and when I got done, he actually went back. And so uh, he, he was a pro in everything that he did, and uh, I got to watch that as a player and really wanted to be like him uh, as a coach, and, and I, I got lucky that I had some really good people like my dad and Coach Alvadotti to show me what that looks like. So does that mean you met Coach Gibbs and some of the Hogs <laughs> and all those fame people? Is that basically what your childhood? I mean, you must have been a little guy but uh, when any of that was going on. But uh, have you gotten to meet some of those folks over the years, I, I assume? Well, my dad room with George Rogers, uh, the Heisman oh, winning running back. Yeah. So I got, yeah. I got, to, I got to meet him uh, at, at several events and going to uh, South Carolina with my father growing up, and so it was exciting to just see that and um, and just see what what it takes and hear those stories. And um, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of sacrifice, and and those are the things that uh, I've. I'm having those examples on a day-to-day basis and hearing those from people that that I knew uh, from watching TV before I got to meet him when I was a young kid. Um, I think that that's stuff that I've carried with me, and um, I try to use that type of example with the players that I'm responsible for and introduce them to people that I've been around. Yeah, George Rogers was unbelievable, and I think <laughs> I remember when he went to the Saints and early in his career, he may have gotten hurt or something, but he was hmm. – he was unreal, uh, and that, that people from that era, whether it be Billy Sims and then Rodgers and the guy we lost recently, Charles White, out at USC. I mean, there were, there were some guys in the kind of the late 70s, early 80s that were just beyond belief. And then, of course, Barry comes along at Oklahoma State, Thurman before him. So, yeah, now you've got me, uh, Christian, reminiscing and thinking about all the – but Rodgers sometimes gets lost in that shuffle – uh, but my goodness, I, that, that was uh, people ought to go back and watch him because it, in some ways he was he was Bo before Bo. And I bet <laughs> you being at Auburn, did did uh, did you did you ever cross paths with Bo? I mean, my gosh, I, I bet that was pretty. I bet I mean, you just there were so many amazing players, but no one bigger than him. Yeah, when when I uh, literally we were playing Texas A and M, uh, Cadillac Williams. Um, first game at home uh as the, in, the interim head coach and uh as as one of the guys that's on the field i was one of the last people out of the locker room and um just not wanting to get run over uh by all the big guys and 
as I'm walking out, I'm, I, I look to my right. I'm walking out next to Bo Jackson out, out of the Auburn tunnel, and I'm like, one of us looks like a football player, and it's not me. So uh, he's one of the, obviously the most talented players ever to wear wear a helmet and uh, play for Auburn. And so um, a lot of history uh, at, at several of the places I've been, but that was a, one of those special moments I'll never forget. How how'd Cadillac uh, handle that? I mean, it seemed like he did a really nice job, but that was an extremely tough position to be in. He's beloved there. Uh, he's a young guy. What was that like, and, and what, what can you kind of take away from the way he handled that situation? Oh, just to see um, just the, the magnitude of, of what he was, was taking on, um, and for him, his family, seeing his, his two uh, – young children uh, getting to see their dad be in that role. It was something that uh, I still get goosebumps thinking about. Um, but what the things that he cared about were serving other people, being disciplined and believing. And he, it was exciting to see a head coach put everything uh, that we were doing, uh, just making the focus about the players and their well-being and holding them accountable and uh, helping them believe in that they could do it. And, um, you know, we, we walked out there at, at home and, and had a great game against Texas A&M, and, and that was because of those things that he has to do every day, serving, believing in ourselves and, and being disciplined. And uh, it's exciting to, to know that if you if the simplicity of how you can put together a successful team if, if you have those core values, and we have those here in, at, at Baylor, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to come here and trying to find that in college football, and um, this is one of those places as well. All right. Well, Christian Robinson, we're uh, we're excited you're in town. Named to 35 under 35, the big list that the American Football Coaches Association puts out. But I bet you're not getting the big head. I, it sounds like Kaylee probably keeps you pretty focused. <laughs> and if you if you start puffing out your chest a little too much, she might uh, she might bring you down to earth. Is that is that an accurate assessment? I get coached and uh, and conditioned every day. I've got a great wife. Uh, she's seen it from the beginning when we were in college together, uh, and as a GA, and she she gets it, and that's why I'm here. Um, her and our families uh, they've they've helped me be in this situation, and um, I'm still learning, still growing, and I, I couldn't do it without her by my side. All right. Well, hey, we're so excited to get to visit with you, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you in person out there at the stadium we'll have all sorts of fun stuff uh you know spring i bet you're ready to go aren't you get out there get on the field and and, uh and get things going but uh it'll it'll be a lot of fun christian thanks for doing this really appreciate it thank you so much and looking forward to seeing y'all soon okay sounds good there he goes christian robinson the new baylor inside linebackers coach and um really i mean he's had an interesting very young guy but GA at Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Georgia, and uh, and has has really been at some. Uh, and then of course he played linebacker at Georgia. We were just talking about that. But he's been at Auburn, and so he's seen some staff upheaval. He's seen some different things, but uh, really does seem like he's got a, a bright young coach and uh, somebody that I think Baylor people are going to really enjoy. Uh, boy, coach the, the Florida linebackers, then the Auburn linebackers. So it's uh, – I was looking at some of the Gators numbers, Aaron. Uh, Gators ranked – were ranked fourth nationally in sacks 
when he was coaching the linebackers in 2021 behind only Alabama, Clemson, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh kind of surprises me, but okay. And the Gators also forced 78 turnovers during Robinson's four-year tenure. All right, so maybe uh, maybe he likes to uh, put a special emphasis on that. I mean, everybody does, but some coaches seem to be a little bit better at it than others. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll recap a couple things and uh, do some Campus Confidential. We'll do that next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's Tamara Jack of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll look at Baylor Equestrian, track and field, basketball, tennis, plus baseball beginning practice for the new season. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with incredible savings like 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited or get values up to $3,750 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Follow the Bears all season long here on the flagship station for Baylor baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back, heading into a really busy weekend in the spring in Baylor Athletics. Track and field runs at the Razorback Invitational today and tomorrow in Fayetteville. Equestrian is home versus UT Martin today at 11, South Dakota State tomorrow morning at 11. Women's tennis competes in the ITA kickoff weekend in Austin. Men's tennis hosting the ITA kickoff weekend in Waco all weekend. Plus, Baylor men's basketball hosting Arkansas tomorrow at 3 in the Farrell Center, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Women's basketball on the road in Lubbock to take on Texas Tech tomorrow at 2. All of that, plus baseball beginning practice today for the new season. Here's Baylor assistant coach Zach Dillon on the sprint to the start of the season that begins today. It's turned into a bigger sprint, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been in our eight-hour work week um, where we get four hours of skill instruction, four hours of strength and conditioning time, and we've really had to use that time, you know, intelligently, um, whether it be pitcher, catcher, hitters, mm-hmm. making sure our arms are ready to go because we're going to inter-squad day one tomorrow. Mm. You know, we'll play tomorrow and make sure our guys are getting the bats, make sure we're getting live reads off the bat, make sure our arms are getting built up for, you know, less than a month from now, being able to go out and play a three-game series against a really good club. So 
you know, we'll, we'll enter squad this weekend. And as it was a three game series, as much as our pitchers arms are built up, you know, you're probably looking at more of a seven inning inner squad um, scenario, but you know, we'll take our pregame BP and our pregame in and out. We'll continue to install, you know, offense and team defense scenarios throughout, but it's a busy time. Zach Dillon and Baylor baseball beginning the new season on February 17th. Practice beginning today. Season tickets for Baylor baseball and softball available now at BaylorBears.com slash tickets. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is ESPN Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After going on the head coaching tour, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas, saying he has unfinished business in Dallas. Four more Cowboy coaches have been dismissed, including longtime Cowboy Leon Lett. Dallas Mavericks topped the Phoenix Suns 99-95 last night. UMHB basketball gets the win over East Texas Baptist 89-78. UMHB women fall to ETBU 67-61. SEC challenge the Bears host Arkansas in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women in action tomorrow as well, traveling to Lubbock to face Texas Tech. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Been a good day of uh, visiting with some coaches. Uh, have enjoyed that. Tim Buchanan steps down at Alito. Had the news of Kevin Johnson going out to uh, Lorena. And uh, that's, that's uh, big news. In fact, he'll be on. The new head coach at Lorena will be on with Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and, uh, and Ryan. That'll happen on Monday, Monday morning. I believe about 8 a.m. And uh, that'll be good. Boy, I tell you, what a uh, – that is that is a really – I think it's a good hire. Going to keep some continuity. And they're doing the same thing at Alito. We just had Tim Buchanan – the legendary high school coach himself on um, eight state titles, right up there with G.A. Moore, who was so famous for all those years. Salina went over to Pilot Point at some point, uh, but it was from that area out there. G.A. Moore, just incredible. Salina became one of the winningest programs ever. And then, of course, Gordon Wood. I think Gordon Wood may have had nine state championships and he was the longtime coach at Brownwood. There were just a few, a handful of coaches. Now the, the coach that's kind of caught up with those coaches is Coach Surratt at uh, Carthage. Carthage has had an unbelievable run, and he's up there around eight or nine state titles. Our, own, our old friend uh, Joey McGuire won three state titles and is in the uh, Texas Coaches Association, uh, High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame for that. So uh, pretty cool. Uh, but uh, And also great to visit with Christian Robinson, Baylor inside linebackers coach. Really engaging young guy, um, former player at Georgia. His dad uh, played in the NFL. That's kind of neat. Uh, and then played at South Carolina with George Rogers, who uh, our folks who are uh, 45 or older would remember uh, I remember as a kid, just him uh, finishing up South Carolina and then going to the Saints, and unbelievable. George Rogers was one of the most famous college running backs I can recall. I mean, he was great, but a uh, really fun conversation with uh, Christian Robinson. All right, uh, Aaron, we've, uh, we've had a really busy and a fun day. What's on your agenda for Campus Confidential? LSU accidentally overpaid Tigers football coach Brian Kelly by $1 million during the first year of a 10-year $100 million contract, but discovered the error and has moved to correct it, the Louisiana Legislative Auditor's Office said yesterday. Kelly was overpaid $1,001,368 in supplemental payments last year because of duplicate payments made to both his LLC and the coach directly. The double payments begin in May and continued until they were detected by LSU officials in November. I can tell you where double payments don't happen, Aaron. <laughs> My check and yours. <laughs> I was just fixing to say, I've never gotten a double payment. Of course, they always find out about it and want the money back, but still. Mm, I don't. I mean, that, that'd be great. I'd like to have that option to, to maybe <laughs> go turn that in, maybe at least have that decision to make. Uh, overpaying, and of course that was happening. And I like how they're going to make it up to him, or how they're going to get their money back. They're just gonna—they're not like making him write it back. They're just gonna slowly kind of 
take it out of his future paychecks. <laughs> it's just like he got it. I cannot believe the guy got an extra million dollars. I mean, now at some point, and again, part of it, they his salary, some of it goes to school, and then he has like a Brian Kelly LLC, and people do that for tax reasons and that kind of thing. But Aaron, at some point, Brian is even though he's making a ton of money. Some point, somebody, his accountant or somebody, has to go. Hey, I I think there's a little too much money. Like, why did it take them so long to realize they'd paid him a million dollars too much? I'd like to look into this a little bit. I mean, no, I mean, I'm just telling you, there's really no, there's there's no amount. I mean, but there are some people that make crazy money, but when you get a million dollars extra, you generally notice it. Okay, yes, he's paid a lot of money. But that's a this that to me this is a strange story, and I and I don't I don't sense I don't think Brian turned it in. I sense that somebody in the you know the school's office or somebody finally was like, "Hey, y'all realize what we did? We paid him a million dollars more than what his contract says, and now they'll start kind of getting their money back, but it'll be in future payments." Guess what, Aaron? That extra million dollars, that's been invested wisely. And Brian Kelly will end up, if he's smart, making about at least 150000 to $200,000 off of their mistake because of what he's putting that into from a retirement fund standpoint. If he has a good financial person, he, he'll, he'll make plenty of money off this mistake. The Preseason Big 12 baseball poll is out. TCU is picked to win the conference by the coaches. They received five first-place votes, followed by Oklahoma State, who received the other four. Texas was voted third, followed by Texas Tech was voted third, followed by Texas and Oklahoma. West Virginia six, Kansas State seven, Kansas eight, and Baylor picked ninth by the coaches. Whoa, whoa. I was shocked too, yeah. I'm not shocked because, it's, well, I mean, I, I I, think, you know, given that they lost everything and Mitch is having to put something together on the fly. Now, do I think Baylor's going to finish ninth? No, I do not. I think they'll find a way. But, I mean, Mitch could do some amazing things. It's just I, I, what's interesting is could Mitch be putting together something like what Jerome Tang I mean, Jerome Tang flipped the whole roster and is now sitting there at like fifth or sixth in the country in basketball. Well, baseball is a whole different animal. And quite honestly, I don't think baseball's adjusted as quickly to the transfer portal. That doesn't mean people don't end up at places, but the draft changes that whole portal thing. Aaron, think about that. Um, Now, McKenzie, I don't think, did he ever transfer anywhere? But half of those guys that transferred out of Baylor, ended up getting drafted. They're not playing for other colleges or whatever. All the transfer. Now, one of them, Aaron, what is his name? What was our baseball? What what was our player's name that played? Did he play outfield or shortstop for us? Trey. You remember Trey? Anyway, one one guy is going to be the starting, starting player at TCU, one of our best players from last year. So there, there will be one transfer portal member from Baylor. Now, what I liked about what Mitch said, though, I think he feels pretty good about the pitching. They're returning a few players. The pitching could be 
like top five in the conference quality. Now, Steve couldn't get the bullpen right last year. Lord knows he tried, and they couldn't get that right. I do think Mitch will handle that well, and I just Mitch is just having to put a patchwork team to get through this season. Now, that doesn't mean there won't be good players, though, and it doesn't mean that this staff can't dig in and coach them up. When I heard him, though, the other day, when I was reading between the lines, I would say that Mitch was trying to tell us that he might have a top five pitching staff in the Big 12, and he might have a number nine hitting team. Now, they may be scrappy, and they may figure it away, and they might have to manufacture runs, but, ooh, that they don't have any power returning. So any power coming into this program are coming from JUCO guys, transfers, or coming from other places. I mean, one thing Steve didn't do, maybe as quickly as he needed to, was jump whole hog headfirst into that transfer portal. They had one reliever that came in. You don't remember Aaron, and he was supposed to help them, and that didn't totally work out. Who was, where was he from, like Villanova or somewhere, or somebody like up in the – might have been somewhere in the Northeast, and it just didn't. And he's still on the team, I think, and he may be pretty good. It just didn't totally work out last year. Uh, but I'm, I, I, this is exciting. Now, Aaron, tell me again, TCU won. See, I'm surprised. Texas Tech usually is predicted to, to either win this conference or right at the top. But we got, we got TCU won. Who'd you say was two? Oklahoma State. Yes, and they were the only ones to receive first place votes. Texas Tech was third. All about how many Texas and Oklahoma? Oh, how many ended up in that baseball America? I would say TCU, Oklahoma State, maybe Texas sneaks in at like twenty-five. Wasn't that weird last year? And think about that: college Texas goes to the College World Series and then just starts firing assistants. I still don't quite understand what was going on there, but of course that's where the Baylor coach landed. He is now with the University of Texas. And uh, and I root for Steve. I, I'm never going to root for University of Texas, but I do root for Steve to do well uh, because he was great to our show and big supporter of the show. And for all I know, still listens. Aaron, do you like how I assume every single person that ever leaves Baylor is out there like streaming our show every day? <laughs> I think why, why wouldn't they be? I think Rodrigo, though, may be. Steve, will you text me if you're listening to this segment? Steve Rodriguez, text me and let me know. Or hit us on the text line, 254-662-1660. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? Uh, Real quick, you were asking about the Baseball America poll. Um, TCU is 14, Oklahoma State is 15, Tech 23, and that's it for the Big 12 as far as preseason rankings. And it's not the exact same places, but it's the same three in the D1 baseball poll. So only three Big 12 teams ranked in the preseason polls. One year after winning the Broyles Award as the top assistant coach in the country, Miami offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis is looking for a new job. He was relieved of his duties by head coach Mario Cristobal today. He was the offensive coordinator at Michigan two years ago when they made when they won the Big Ten for the first time under Coach Jim Harbaugh and made the college football playoff. He was in Miami last year, but they 
had a bad season all the way around, and it looks like he probably won't be the only one to uh, kind of uh, have to fall on his sword for it, but he is the first one at least. All right. Uh, I'm, uh, I am liking all of that information. Uh, that's interesting. A Broyles Award winner. Now, who won it the year before? Because, you know, um, Coach Grimes almost won it. Is that, Aaron, is that the new kiss of death if you win the, <laughs> the Broyles <laughs> Award? You're, you're in you're, you're, uh, you're toast. But um, that is really interesting, the, uh, the Broyles Award. Oh, you know who won it was that coach at uh, Oklahoma State who ended up becoming the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. That's right. Jim, what was his name? Jim, oh man, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Um, yeah, it's not coming to me. He was a good coach, good Jim and, Knowles. You know, Knowles, that's right. K N O W L E S, big time coach. Broyles. Why is the why is the assistant coach named after a guy who was? known as like one of the great head coaches <laughs> I, I i've always wondered that myself I, I don't know frank broyles was the head coach at arkansas for about 25 or 30 years and then he became the longtime ad aaron who was the coach oh by the way we need uh we need to do our uh I'll, let me come up with something off the top of my head here okay okay here's a good one we're gonna. We need to do our Schmaltz's trivia question. Schmaltz, one of the great sandwiches in all of Central Texas. Thank you, Nelson Rue. Oh, the great Nelson Rue. He's back there right now. He's kind of closed up. He's listening to the Mosley show. He's like, "What will Mosley come up with next?" Who became? And this guy was hired by Broyles at Arkansas. But who was the head football coach? After Lou Holtz at Arkansas. I'll help you a little bit. I'll help you a little bit. Wishbone guy. Wishbone guy. Love to run that football. And in fact, golly, and of course, Holtz had a good run there. And then Lou Holtz ends up going from, did he go to Ark? At one point, Lou Holtz ended up coaching the Jets. That did not work out. And then Lou Holtz ends up with um, the Notre Dame. At some point. So Lou Holtz had a decorated career. But who followed Lou Holtz as the head coach at Arkansas? And this this guy ended up at another stop in the SWC. But uh, anyway, let us know on the CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. And... Uh, I like I, I kind of like this guy. Good, kind of like Taff in that real good Christian man, and uh, loved to run that wishbone, uh, and also was a great player uh, in the SWC, as I recall. All right, it's Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll be back with the winner, and we'll announce that next in the dismount. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After going on the head coaching tour, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas, saying he has unfinished business in Dallas. Four more Cowboy coaches have been dismissed, including longtime Cowboy Leon Lett. 
Dallas Mavericks topped the Phoenix Suns 99-95 last night. UMHB basketball gets the win over East Texas Baptist 89-78. UMHB women fall to ETBU 67-61. SEC Challenge the Bears host Arkansas in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women in action tomorrow as well, traveling to Lubbock to face Texas Tech. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, congratulations on the Schmaltz trivia question winner, Randy Threadgill. Oh, man. Randy Threadgill. That's, that sounds familiar. Randy, are we? did we go to school together? I mean, have we hung out before? Randy Threadgill, you are a winner. You listen, you win. And uh, how cool is that, uh, that uh, Randy Threadgill will get those two free sandwiches at Schmaltz's. Aaron called me the other day. Nelson will love this. Uh, excited because the sign on the door said it was, they were doing their jalapeno bread. And it's just kind of a seasonal type deal. It's like you just never know when it'll pop up. I mean, I, I it's great, though. I like all their bread, but that jalapeno bread brings a little something extra. And, uh, of course, since the early 80s, Schmaltz's has been the number one sandwich option in Central Texas, the downtown location at uh, on Franklin. Could y'all finish that road work down there and help my man out? Goodness gracious. I mean, even the uh, even the, the, the silo people, I mean, they ripped all their streets up. Could we complete that at some point, perhaps? And, and let those people just go around and buy all their little knickknacks? But go get a sandwich if you're ever down there. Go to Schmaltz's and get you a sandwich. And then, of course, the Valley Mills location. Now, a uh, quick reminder that on Monday, that breaking news that we were talking about earlier today, the Lorena ISD announcing Kevin Johnson as their new athletic director, head football coach. Kevin will be on with game day, game time. Game time uh, and with Tom Barfield and uh, Ward and Ryan. And that'll happen. Who knows? You never know when Stephanie will stop by. Will they let Stephanie get involved with that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But Kevin Johnson, congratulations, Kevin. That's exciting. We, how many Kevins do we have locally? Hoffman? I'm just thinking about some of the different Kevins that we have. But uh, Kevin Johnson, congratulations. What a storied place that is, Lorena. Coach Biles did a great job. You'll do a great job. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Go watch the Bears in Arkansas tomorrow. Thank you, Aaron. Good night, everybody. 4 o'clock Monday. See ya. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, it's the Big 12 SEC Challenge, the 10th and final event coming up tomorrow. We'll look at the schedule, plus hear from Baylor head coach Scott Drew. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. 
Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January clearance event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January clearance event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Check out the Baylor Bookstore on campus for the latest men's, women's, and children's Baylor apparel. The Baylor Bookstore, also available online at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Now for a look at this week. Weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference. Here's J-Mo with today's Bottom Media Big 12 Shootaround here on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back. The Big 12 Conference steps away from league games tomorrow for the 10th and final Big 12 SEC Challenge. Games all day on the ESPN family of networks, including Baylor, number 17 in the nation, hosting Arkansas tomorrow afternoon at 3. Scott Drew and the Bears have the best record in this challenge series at 7-2. and two. Well, uh, first, it's easy to get excited to represent the Big 12. It's a, a great challenge. The SEC has so many uh, talented teams, good coaches, good programs. So uh, I know with Arkansas, old Southwest Conference rival, and uh, very familiar with a lot of their players from Texas, Coach Musselman's done a great job with the program and been back-to-back elite eights. Uh, and I know our guys are excited for uh, any time you have a chance to play a talented team. And Arkansas has been uh, uh, one of the most consistent SEC teams um, besides that uh, little skid they had like we had, um, top 25 team uh, and really talented and athletic. Scott Drew and the Bears hosting Arkansas in a rematch of the 2021 Elite Eight game in Indianapolis tomorrow on the air at 2.30, tip-off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas Television tomorrow on ESPN. Part of a full day of 10 games in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, beginning at 11 a.m., Auburn at West Virginia on ESPN. Three games at 1 p.m., 12th-ranked Iowa State at Missouri, second-ranked Alabama at Oklahoma, and Texas Tech at LSU. 3 o'clock, 11th-ranked TCU at Mississippi State. 5 o'clock, 10th-ranked Texas at number 4, Tennessee. Also, Florida at number 5, Kansas State. 7 o'clock tomorrow night, 9th-ranked Kansas at Kentucky and Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. That's the slate of games in the Big 12 SEC Challenge tomorrow. Enjoy the games. More Monday on our next Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. I'm John Morris. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.